0: I'm your host, Emma Reustruck. I'm here with special guest, Michael Overly. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And you have this wonderful book out, and it's part of your Dogs and Men website. But what led you into writing this?
1: Well, that's a big question. Uh, How much time do we have? (laughs)
0: How much time do you need? A
1: couple days. (laughs) Um, No, no, that's a great question. So um, something happened uh, in my life about four and a half years ago that uh, was a big changer for me and allowed me to start to notice things and see things differently. Um, So my older brother died and I had this incredible grieving process afterwards and I was able to um, Grieve not just the loss of him, but so many other things in my life that I'd been holding on to. And af- after this occurred, I started to see things differently and notice things differently and realized that I wanted to be different and I wanted to change. And at the time, I had this amazing dog with me who just was showing me so much that I wasn't even aware of. And that's kind of where all this started.
0: Well, that's wonderful when we have our pets to A- Takes it, take us through the grieving process. Be teach us how to be a better human because believe it or not, animals will teach you how to be a better human if you pay attention. <laughs> I, I love my fur babies <laughs> for that. You know, they will teach your unconditional love. They will teach you morals about being accepting regardless of what's going on. They will teach you how to live with disabilities and so much other things that we don't think about unless we pay attention to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then more and more and more.
0: Yeah. There's so much we can learn from the animal kingdom that we need to incorporate into the human element. But, you know, when we have our animals, we start with we're grieving something. You know, that's usually when we get a pet is because we're missing or lacking something in our life. Yeah luckily for you you already had your amazing dog with you when you needed the puppy you know our fur baby yeah uh, so and i mean you have you have the book out let your dog lead that is the name of the book i mean the mm-hmm. dog will lead you to what you need
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's so simple you know we you, you already hit on this. We, we bring these incredible animals into our lives because, <clears throat> excuse me, there's something that we're not able to give ourselves, something that we may already have, but we don't feel like we have access to. Mm-hmm. And they give us you know, the unconditional love. Um, some are just extremely funny as heck and playful and mischievous. Some are ornery and are, and are there to teach us a whole other type of lesson. <laughs> But the, we have access to so much that, um, that we had when we were kids. Mm-hmm. But as we get older, we we start to have these veils placed in front of us and different identities and expectations. And we kind of forget who we are. And that's what this book is about, is, is remembering who you actually are, not, not who everybody else thinks you are.
0: Exactly. We put on a, we as – adults put on these masks and we have different masks depending on which situation we're in. We have our Mm -hmm. mask for work. We have our mask for friends. We have a mask for family. And when do we actually take off all the masks when we're by ourselves?
1: Yeah. Yeah. When you, you go home, nobody else is around. You're hanging out with your dog. Most of that just falls away. And that's, that's the end, right? That's the end for people who have an amazing animal Mm -hmm. to realize Oh, if I can be like this right here with this animal, why can't I be like this with other people? Hmm. What is that for me?
0: Yes. It's, well, I can be playful and fun when I'm playing with my animal. Why can't I be playful and fun? Not so much flirty or inappropriately fun, but fun when I'm at work. Yeah. Why yeah. do I have to put this persona on that I'm a tough individual that's unapproachable mm-hmm. when I love having fun when I'm home?
1: Yep, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> did you write this or did I, did I write this?
0: <laughs> well, this is what happens when you get two motivation coaches on the same subject, right?
1: We exactly. overlap
0: in what we do. But you do the coaching aspect as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they can get a hold of you for the coaching or they can pick up your book before they get a hold of you and say, okay, here's where I'm at. I have an animal, but here's where I want to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, my hope is that somebody will, will pick up the book and, and go, huh. I didn't know, I didn't realize that, or I didn't know that was possible. Or I wonder if, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, invest their time and it's not a very big book, but invest their time into, in really going through it and, and doing some of the things with your dog that I recommend and, and just being open and and seeing what that feels like for you.
0: Right. First, you have to have the animal that you love dearly. Then you start treating the animal like a person. When you start treating the animal like a person and you fall away with all your masks, now you're discovering yourself because you with a person that just so happens have fur and four legs. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. With, with that old adage, when, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm-hmm. Right. But we, right. we don't see the wisdom that's packed in these little fuzzy bodies.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we, mean, we think
1: we're, we're top of the food chain. You know, mm, me, human.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and then you're something amazing happens. Your dogs tell you what the, you need to be doing. Now, I'm lucky I have two amazing service animals, and I have one that will tell me when I need to be somewhere, and I have one that tells me when it's time for cuddles and hugs. Nice. <laughs> Now, they're not trained to do that, but this is what they taught me because this is what they tell me every day. Mm-hmm. Mom, your are working too hard. You need to be doing something else. Mom, it's time for cuddles because you're having a rough day. If you pay attention to your dog, they will tell you what you should be doing.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine are frequently. I, I, well, I have one dog, um, but they tell me you need to get off the computer mm-hmm. and go outside. Mm-hmm. You need to go play. You need to stop doing this stuff because there's smoke coming out of your ears, and you need to go do something fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my big one, my Darby, she will tell me when it's time for me to go to the gym. She knows what time it goes. Grandma needs to be in bed now. This is grandma's bedtime. This mm-hmm. is Cheyenne's bedtime, my daughter's. She will tell me when it's time for people to be where they. she wants them to be.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: But this is a dog that will tell me, mom, you've been on the computer for 16 hours. It's time to get up now. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's time to go play. It's time to have human interaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And these are what our animals across the board, even if they're not trained service animals, will tell you if you pay attention to them.
1: Well, They're all service animals, though, right? If you look at it from a different perspective, they all bring something to us. They serve us in a manner mm-hmm. that, for whatever reason, we're not capable of serving ourselves at that time. Right. So, yeah, I think. They're all service dogs, whether it's emotional support or what, whatever the case may be. They're there and they're doing something for us, even though we may not be able to, you know, read about it or take a test on it.
0: Exactly. We can't say, oh, the dog's taking the test to give me emotional support. Well, we don't comprehend this a lot of times. If you don't, you know, go through the training, you don't know you're getting emotional support from your dog. But most animals will give you emotional support. Most animals will give you unconditional love. Most animals just yeah. want to be loved and they will show you how to love.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're showing us things all the time. They're they're communicating in ways that we just aren't aware of. Um, not that we can't be, mm-hmm. but we don't pay attention to it. And part of it, our ego gets in the way. And again, we think we're, you know, Oh, we're, we're smart. We're up here. And, um, they they have an intelligence that we really can't quantify, you know. They're they're in touch with with, with bigger, deeper things, mm-hmm. and we're stuck on our smartphone. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah.
0: I mean, think about it. A dog's memory lasts about ten minutes, unless it's a person, place, or thing that they know is every day. At this ten-minute section is when this is supposed to happen. But in most of us, we have to live for ten minutes as people when we need to take our emotions off the smartphone In your emotions. If they last longer than 10 minutes, you need to address it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're most incredible teachers of presence, right? If you had a Zen master that you could go spend time with and do, Oh, there's here, Indigo.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, they're, they're incredible Zen masters. They, something can happen, right? Now mm-hmm. you heard the term shake it off. So dogs can get in a little tussle, and, and then immediately after they shake it off, done, gone, on with their day. They're not spinning a story and talk, you know, thinking to themselves why so-and-so doesn't like them. And you know they're feeling judged about this, judged about that. They just don't need to go there.
0: No, we do this every day. And if you have a wonderful coach, they will tell you, you have to be able to let things go. Vent about it random out it take 10 minutes out of your day to deal with whatever the issue is that's causing you the stress and then move on
1: Mm -hmm. that's what
0: our dogs teach us i mean you have to take that mentality and put it into your day
1: i totally agree you it's a something that people don't do for themselves is dedicate something like they don't dedicate time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, let, perfect example. Something comes up. So you get slided or, or slammed at work over something. Maybe not right there mm-hmm. on the spot, but you can, you know, sometime later, give yourself time to, to whether you're working, trying to work through it or just be really pissed about it, but give yourself that dedicated time. And then as you said, let it go. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're giving it the attention it deserves and letting it move on its way. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. If you would have seen me 10 minutes before this interview, I was stressed. I was ticked off. I was overwhelmed because of something else I'm working on. I took a breath and said, okay, I got this. Let's move on now. That was nearly 10 minutes ago. I, You wouldn't have known 10 minutes before this interview, I was completely stressed out. Because this isn't my mentality. I have 10 minutes. This is my stress out time. And now I'm done with it.
1: Nice. Yeah, we could all learn from that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and people go, how do you learn to do that? Well, you have to have someone teach you. And the best form to teach you usually has four legs and pulse. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not, they don't argue. It's really fascinating. They just don't even go there.
0: No, I have. I will say they will argue amongst themselves because I have three dogs and they will argue Mm -hmm. for about two minutes with themselves and then they're done. They figure out who's right, who's wrong, and that's it. It's done. There's not an ongoing argument that's every day. It's two minutes. If you ever pay attention to a group of dogs, it takes about two minutes for them to figure out who's right, who's wrong, and who's walking away. Love it. It could be over (laughs) a toy. It could be over a spot of the bed. It could be whatever they have in their mind, but it takes two minutes.
1: God, wish we could do that. Why can't we do that?
0: I know. Why can't humans do that? Why can't we have a discussion that says, okay. Here's your point of view. Here's my point of view. We're both right in our own right. Where can we meet in the middle and then continue about our day?
1: Mm. We would have to concede and give in a little bit. Huh. That's interesting. That is
0: (laughs) very interesting. Do you want to
1: be right or do you want to be happy?
0: Yeah. Where do you want to concede? Just imagine what could get done in our world if we concede to meeting in the middle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I'm, I'm, I'm I'm want the happy camp. I'd rather be happy.
0: Yeah. I mean, do we want to go riot and pause of scene for 180 days? Or do we want to have a five minute conversation, move on, say we're both right, concede this happened, this happened? okay and move on
1: yeah yeah wouldn't that be nice let's work on it
0: yeah so we need more people to understand the human element in dogs to understand the mentality so we can get back to being happy people
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: you, you wrote the that's... book but you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> no you're right i mean it, that's ah what a great train of thought so That's something else that I was not able to just take in on my own that I can accept something. I don't have to necessarily like it. I don't have to necessarily agree with it, but I can accept that, yes, this happened. Mm -hmm. And then how do I want to be moving forward? Do I want to let this just keep eating at me or do I want to do something about it? Mm -hmm. So I'm still working on things myself. And I don't think, I don't know if it ever ends, but I'm in a better place all the time, but I choose to be, I want to be, I want to work at something, have disagreements of family still happens, have things I don't like about myself that I find happens, but I'm going to do something about it.
0: Exactly. We don't have to be caught in the, whatever happened 10 years ago. We don't have to be stuck there. We don't have to be caught in that argument we had at work a week ago. We don't have to be stuck in this place of negativity. We choose to be stuck there. Mm -hmm. When you choose to move forward, you see everything around you change.
1: Yeah. 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 that, That brings up another great point. I can't change you right? I can't change Mm -hmm. the guy down the street. What I can do is change myself and show others that it's possible for them to do the same. Right. Right. I I can help you work on you, but I can't, I can't change you.
0: No, you can go. Any person out there can go to any guru, any motivational speaker, any life coach, any person that's teaching anything. It's up to the individual to take away the lesson and implement it into their own life. We cannot, as life coaches and mentors, do it for you.
1: No, no. And and that I'm glad you put it that way, too. You have to integrate it. You have to implement it. You still have to do the work. No, I I've I know people who will just devour information, but not actually do anything with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they think that, that they think that by just by reading the book that that's what they're supposed to be doing. They're not they're not taking notes, they're not answering the questions, they're not actually doing the tough work. They're just based, they're skimming, is what I call it.
0: How many times does a person go to a psychological doctor? They get homework watch a video, do this worksheet so we can better help you so we understand where you're coming from and they don't do the work. Well, are you, and then they blame the doctor for not getting better. (laughs) Yep. If you don't, it's the same thing with the life coach. It's the same thing with the mentor. It's the same thing with learning anything. If you don't do the work, you will never get ahead.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that brings up a a huge point about taking responsibility. Um, And I think in our culture, our society, a lot of times people, we expect others to have a solution for us or fix us or, or whatever that is. And instead of taking responsibility for our feelings now, and I'm not saying that something didn't happen, but Mm -hmm. how I respond to it and go from there is completely up to me. Mm -hmm. 100% mine. But if I don't take responsibility for myself, I'm not going to get the work done.
0: Exactly. Now we switch over to our four Lego friends. We get this adorable little puppy. That's not housebroken. It's maybe eight weeks old. And then we get mad at the puppy because we're not taking the puppy outside to learn to go potty outside. It's not the puppy's fault. It's our fault for not getting up to take care of the puppy. Mm -hmm. We have to do the work to teach the puppy to go outside well if yeah. you're teaching the puppy to go outside you can do the work to teach yourself what you need to do to get the next step
1: exactly and, and if you're not sure what that is then get some help so perfect example i rescued this well i adopted i should say this beautiful dog who is quite a handful and i'm a little out of my league so i reached out to a. a professional trainer that I know because and I've, I've trained some of my own dogs, but I need more help. I need mm-hmm. more help for, for myself and for her. Right. Right. So yeah. And that, that's a thing that a lot of guys have a hard time with is saying that, you know, admitting that they can't do something. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I can't do. So I've had a lot of help. I've had my own coaches and mentors and therapists, whatever. Um, because I, I want to be better. I want to be a better me. So I'm going to ask for help.
0: Right. Met me four years ago. I was a different person because I said, okay, I can't do what I'm doing without getting help. So I started getting help. I started getting mentors. I started going back to school. Why? Because I needed teachers. I needed mentors. I needed help to get me to the next level, but I still had to do the work. Isn't that a novel concept? I had to do work. <sighs>
1: hmm. So, yeah, no, I get it. And, and even between times, I thought, okay, no, I've got this. I've got this. And mm-hmm. I would struggle with something and completely jack it up. And then I'd be, ugh, mm-hmm. okay, I need more help here. So my ego still can get in the way and mm-hmm. I can make things, I can definitely make things harder on myself. But um, yeah. when I actually make that decision to, oh, no, I, I, I need some help and, and reach out. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, why didn't I do this a long time ago? <laughs>
0: it is. When you reach out, get help, find someone to mentor you, regardless if it's our four-legged friend or a two-legged coach, You know, that's when you go, oh, we should have did this a long time ago. But two mm-hmm. things. You need to find someone that works with you and your ego and two you still have to do some work yourself
1: yeah yeah
0: if if we go into it as okay i'm ready to get work to work on myself but we don't want to do the work because the coach that we're talking to is full of hot air and this will never work guess what it's never going (laughs) to (laughs) work
1: yeah well it's it's interesting we we reach out and then we get uncomfortable when when we're asked to do something that we don't like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you definitely you got to get out of your comfort zone, folks. You have to be willing to be, be a little vulnerable and mm-hmm. realize it. After you do something, you're like, oh, okay, that actually wasn't so bad. I'm still alive. I'm I'm upright. <laughs>
0: yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if we're grieving, if we're going through a bad point of our life, if we're just stuck in whatever we're stuck in, we have to move forward. We have to push our comfort zone because if we don't push our comfort zone, we're still stuck. Yep. And our dogs teach us this. The dog loves getting out of the comfort zone. If you ever take a dog from our house to a park and you see they're ready to go, they don't Mm -hmm. care what's around them. They're ready to go explore and get into the water or the trees or whatever is at the park meet yes. new people they're ready to go because not because they're trying to do this but they're ready for that next adventure
1: mm-hmm. isn't life an adventure i mean it, it you is. Know, we, 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 we try and sit there with our airbags and our seatbelts and- we're so worried about, you know, are we going to be safe or am I going to trip and fall on a sprinkler or whatever it is instead of just really getting out there and enjoying what's happening. And exactly. yeah, are, you're right. Our dogs, your dogs can show you. So if you pay attention to what, all the things your dogs sniff when you're actually walking, can you imagine what you'd actually see? I started yeah. doing that as an exercise and I started, oh, look at that. There's, oh, there's that. Oh, look at that little creature. And oh, what is that? And I started noticing things that I obviously just missed because I walk right by it and don't pay attention.
0: Exactly. We, I take my dog to one of the parks around here and we've ha- found trip mounts. We found different color squirrels. We found um, snakes. We found little fish. We found, you know, what are we not seeing unless we're paying attention to our four legged friends?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we do it all day long, right? We get stuck in our cell phones or at, we're at work on the computer or doing whatever and we just, we're not really noticing what's going on in our surroundings, in our immediate environment.
0: Where we get in our... stuck in the news.
1: Oh, oh! don't get me started there. Stop we... watching. Don't watch the news. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. Don't start there because all you're getting is the negative and you're not seeing the positive that's happening within your circle.
1: Mm-hmm. Helpful hint for folks, if they're willing to try this. If you... Do a 30-day media fast, you'll be amazed how cognitively you can change when you start getting all that purging that stuff from out of your brain.:
0: Yeah, I haven't watched TV or the news in three years.
1: Oh, and they're great.
0: <laughs> I, I barely watch TV. I'm like down to like two hours of TV total during the day. And that's it. And the, even when I have that two-hour window, if I have that two-hour window, it's more background noise than it is actually watching it. You know, you don't understand how much cognitive you get when you turn off media.
1: Yes. Yeah, you open yourself up to other things. You're, you're actually creating space and energy for your body and mind to do what it should be doing. hmm Oh, it's fascinating.
0: Yeah, it's amazing what your body will do when you take away outside forces. Yeah. But we are almost out of time. So where can our listeners okay. and our vis- our viewers find you and maybe more about your doggie?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so my website is www.dogsandmen.com. Um, I can be emailed directly also, michael at dogsandmen.com. Uh, book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, There's a Kindle version also. Uh, Yeah. Love to hear from you.
0: See, this is what we do. We connect and either you can talk about the book, you can talk about getting mentored or, you know, even the dog. If you just want to talk dogs, I mean, this
1: absolutely,
0: you know, we love our pets. So let's talk and exchange notes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. If you have a question about something your dog's doing, you're not sure what's going on, (laughs) hit, hit me up. Let's figure it out.
0: So, but thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me. This is fun.
0: And for all of our viewers and our listeners, happy reading.